To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay with that. I think totally okay. Yeah, I think if you heard our bathroom episode, that was definitely confirmed, and we're going to do that again with this one. (laughs) Hello, everyone. My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. I'm Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at RealMouseWifeWDW. Hey, y'all, I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, which is a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal Vacations. You can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. And uh, we are talking about two of my favorite things, which is celebrities and Disney. <laughs> um, I have another podcast and a whole other website that's called the No Guilt Fangirl. Um, yeah, I kind of dork out about famous people because, I don't know, they're not living the same life I am, even though I think in this pandemic time, maybe they all are. <laughs> uh, it feels like a lot, an awful lot of us are at home. Uh, so I like celebs and I like finding them in weird places. Um, Jane, I don't think we have any reality TV stars that made an appearance on any of these lists, though. So I know you're a little sad about that. (laughs) That's not quite your wheelhouse. Um, Out of of curiosity, though, uh, who can you see doing voiceover work or making some kind of cameo in a Disney attraction from one of your favorite reality shows? Okay, so um, I have a list. Everybody, buckle up. <laughs> okay, does this need to be its own episode? Because I was literally looking for like one. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's really hard because reality TV has like so many quirky personalities, but I don't necessarily know how well their acting is because, I mean, reality TV isn't really known for some of the quality acting that's out there. But um, I would definitely pick... Um, one of the Kardashians, either Chloe or Kim or Kris Jenner, because I love them. Um, Andy Cohen from Bravo. He's not a reality star, but he hosts his own show for Watch What Happens Live. Love him. Jeff Probst from Survivor. Everyone knows him. Why isn't he? I know who Jeff is. Even I know who Jeff is. Yep. Um, and right now, I'm Big Brother has started, so for the next... 80-ish days of my life. That's uh, pretty much what I'm living. So I would love to see some Big Brother stars. And I've, I've heard them. It's so funny. I'm watching them live in this house. For those of you that actually watch Big Brother, who can relate, thank you for listening because I appreciate you more than you know. Um, Patty's bored out of her mind. But one of the girls on the show, Janelle, I am always team Janelle, she's talking about her Disney cruise that she had to cancel and how they <laughs> she's been talking about how her favorite thing is drinking painkillers on the top deck while her kids are being entertained. And I'm like, this is so fantastic. It really is combining my favorite loves. I'm going to quote Jane for a second and just say, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I, I actually, my first thought when I put that question to you was I was like, I hope she says a Kardashian. Because while I don't know a lot about the Kardashians, they just feel like, I don't know. Like, I could see something Disney Kardashian related. And I know somebody out there, probably Teresa, is clutching her pearls going, get out, get out of my parks. But I I just feel it. I feel like there's there's something possible in the making there. And I 
I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, it could also be because I'm watching uh, The People versus O.J. Simpson right now on Netflix. And so um, the Kardashians are kind of like circling around that whole storyline. And uh, I had to text Jane a question in a, in a little blurb from that show. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but they like have uh, young, you know, Kim and Chloe. Is it Kim and Chloe? Who did I send you? Courtney. Kim, Courtney. Courtney, yes, Kim, yes. and Chloe, yeah. And uh, sent, like, the video where, like, they did, I don't know, their dad kind of got treated like a big deal because he was part of the OJ's dream team. And up until that point, it almost looked like they were surprised that their dad was famous. And I was like, did we just have no idea the Kardashian name would become what it was going to become in just a few short years later, which it did. Um, anyway, it was weird. It was it's just kind of crazy to, to kind of see all that play out. Um, More disturbing was that isn't it David Schwimmer? Yes, that is fair. That is the just I was like, why is Ross <laughs> in the same photo talking about the Kardashians? So it took me like a solid <laughs> couple minutes to figure out what was going on. Dude, yeah, I mean guys we've kind of gone off the rails, but um <laughs> this is what happens when we bring up reality Welcome. TV to Jane. Um but yeah, so if you haven't seen the show, David Schwimmer plays um Kardashian, uh, Mr. Dr. Kardashian, who was he? Robert Kardashian. And, um, and you, you almost feel sorry for him the whole time. He's just kind of pathetic. He was like, you know, juice, you're my best friend, you know, juice, come on, juice. Like, it was sad. It was, it was, and if that was any, if, if, if there was anything re- real about that whole portrayal of their relationships, my heart kind of went out to, 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 uh, Robert Kardashian there. But, um, Anywho, Teresa, <laughs> Teresa, it's like I'm hijacking this episode back. <laughs> yes, yes. So switching now, um, Teresa actually has a really great ear for marriages of like celebs and Disney. She's good at this. She picks out all kinds of random tidbits and whatever. Um, so this is our topic today. Our true topic is not reality TV, but um, actors who appear. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about actors or celebs who appear or voice characters in Disney parks. Uh, so, Teresa, tell us tell us a little bit more about that. So, I love just movies and television broadly, um, and especially hearing actors, you know, turn, having them turn up in unexpected places. And I feel like Disney theme parks are are a good opportunity for that. A lot of it, um, you know, especially if you hear like animated voice characters, because it's really fun listening to them and kind of guessing like, you know who I think that sounds like? Um, And in Disney World, you find them, or Disneyland also, you find them everywhere. If it's the pre-show in a queue, sometimes like voicing characters in the attractions. So it's it's just really fun for me, you know, in addition to being in the parks, if you feel like you're there and you maybe have some extra time as you're wandering around, it's just fun to, to listen to see who you can hear that you might not have picked up on previously. So in this episode, I want to preface, so we're not counting actors who are reprising a role they portrayed in a film or television. So Johnny Depp being in Pirates of the Caribbean, that does not count. But James Avery, who some of you know is playing Uncle Phil on Fresh Prince, him voicing Rare Bear in Splash Mountain at Walt Disney World, that counts. So I promise we're going to talk about some that are probably a little more well-known than that. Um, And this is past attractions, current attractions. Uh, Hopefully in the future we'll get a few more. But so that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, and these were fun. Uh, I actually really enjoyed reading this list that you sent over and then going, oh yeah, and I have one to add. And I'm going to actually start with that one because it wasn't on your list and I don't know why it wasn't, Teresa. Shame on you. This one is maybe because it was so new. This one only started in January. 
story. But if you know me, if you have happened to read my other uh, website, No Guilt Fangirl, or listen to the podcast, then you know I'm a huge Shit's Creek fangirl. Like, I adore Dan Levy. I adore his adorable father, Eugene. Um, he, Eugene basically provided me with the laughs of my entire childhood. Like he was just in so many movies and TV shows and things that I watched and his humor is just so, I can't, I can't say enough about, uh, Eugene Levy. So I've just over the past year or so, just kind of gone off the deep end when it comes to that family. They're just some of my favorite people to kind of follow and obsess over, um, on Twitter and, other places. Um, so I do absolutely adore them. Well, Eugene and television's own Moira Rose, aka Catherine O'Hara, um, they took over the reimagined O Canada narration in January of 2020. So it's you know brand new. It's called Canada Far and Wide, and it's gorgeous. Uh, this last trip that I was there in uh, July, I got a chance to go to Canada. And I got to say, now I really want to go to Canada, um, in part because <laughs> Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy told me all about Canada. I mean, it works, guys. I'm just I'm just saying it works. Um, they play it pretty straight. They're, they're known as comedians, but they, they play it pretty straight in the film. But I still just their voices were perfect for what they were, you know, putting out there. And it's clear that they are true proud Canadians and uh so yeah that was fun um so that's my that's number one on my list was Eugene Levy and um Catherine O'Hara in uh Canada far and wide and the only reason I didn't put it on the list that I sent to you was because I knew you were going to pick them regardless. <laughs> and I was like, Patty's got this. She's anything that can get you to go to Canada first, go, go to the Canada side of World Showcase versus the Mexico side. I'm like, you're you're on top uh, of it. Legit. And it did. There's two times. There's only two times that I've ever done that. One is Food and Wine Festival because I like to eat at Canada. <laughs> That's my first stop. And then um, the <laughs> other place is also now to go in and to see O Canada, Canada Far and Wide. Um, I loved it. It was it was really it was it was a good experience. And it's a uh, if you haven't ever done that, which I think I can that was one of my confessions once upon a time on this podcast was that I really hadn't seen a lot of the movies. Um, and I tried to tried to to make sure that I at least got in to see this one uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> So the top one that was on my list and is really the reason I kind of wanted to do this episode in the first place is Thor Ravenscroft, who some of you, you're probably either cheering because you know who he is, or you're like, who? So Thor Ravenscroft, he is everywhere in the Disney parks. Uh, you would know his voice the best as either doing the voice of Tony the Tiger or singing your mean one, Mr. Grinch. But you also know him very well in Disney. Uh, I think his more notable roles, he's Fritz in the Enchanted Tiki Room. He's Buff the Bison in Country Bear Jamboree. And he does uh, Big Al's laugh when he laughs in his song. He's also the, the lead singer of Grim Grin and Ghosts on Haunted Mansion. And you can hear him singing in Pirates, Splash Mountain, It's a Small World, whole bunch of other attractions and things that don't exist anymore. But essentially, if there was an attraction that opened in the 60s and included a song, he's probably somewhere on it. So he's one of my favorite ones, especially if you're going through and riding pirates or riding some of these other attractions, listening. I'm like, you can you can distinctly hear him like on the ride soundtrack. And it's just, I don't know. It, I just appreciate that 
He's just kind of everywhere in the park. You can go to almost any land in the park, and Thurl Ravenscroft will be there with you. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, as soon as you said his name, I started singing in my head, You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Because, uh, yeah, that's that voice. You, you, can't, you can't miss it. And you can even see him briefly because he's one of the the bus that where they have the singing mm, bus that's right, in that's right. Haunted Mansion. His face is one of them. It's the one that kind of looks like Walt Disney. Got it. Got it. Kind of looks like it, but yeah. So he he even visually appears somewhere. Look at that. <laughs> and I would have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you do. So the next time you go, go listen, go go see if you can pick them out. I will try my best. Um, so mine are uh, probably a bit more easy (laughs) we'll say because in case you haven't noticed i don't really pay attention that much um but we can talk about dame judy dench in spaceship earth um i absolutely love her she is um one of my favorite old british ladies in case anyone is keeping a list Like, if you're going to be someone, you know, you want to be, like, Dame Judi Dench. You want to be... Helen um, Mirren. That's who I want to be. Maggie Smith. Helen Mirren. Um, like what's Maggie the other one? Maggie Smith. Mm-hmm. Maggie Smith. I was going to say Professor McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but Dame Judi Dench is up there. And the fact that she is in Spaceship Birth is pretty great. Like, I love listening to her. And I know that... There's several different versions and different famous voices that are in there, but this is the most current one, so I happen to love her. And there she is. I hope they don't well, touch her. Well, I was going to say. And she's, she's taught us all to thank the Phoenicians. She has. <laughs> <laughs> and we get, her for, we get her for a little while longer than we were going to, so. I mean, I'm just hoping that they'll just re-record and just keep it going. <laughs> I think at this point, anything is possible. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I mean, it saves some money. That's true. That's so, true. you know, if they don't have to pay another celebrity. <laughs> All right. So the next one we're going to talk about, um, I'm going to dive in to Star Tours. And I think we can name off like, f- and I didn't even realize this until, until, <clears throat> until we started doing a little bit of research on this, how many people are known voices that are actually part of Star Tours or were part of Star Tours at one point. But the one that uh, I picked out is Allison Janney. Uh, she is the spokespot, um, Ali Sanson, who provides the pre-ride safety instructions. So this is like when you're in the queue and you're waiting to go into your Star Cruiser. Um, she's the one that's basically talking through, you know, how you're going to sit in your seat and put your seatbelt on and what to expect, right? And um, it's a CGI, so it's not her. But when you listen to the voice, it's clearly her. And if you don't know who I'm talking about... Um, you might know her from Mom. If you've ever watched the comedy series Mom, that's Alice and Janie. And she's freaking phenomenal. This is one of the funniest shows that I never watched while it like first came out. But now I watch it anytime that it's uh, on in syndication. And it's hilarious. Um, she is the mom to Anna Ferris in the show. And they're just the biggest, hottest train wreck of a family. And I just... Every time I watch it, I just feel like I'm a better mom, I think, um, because I'm 
not. I'm not, you know, I I, I, I wasn't ever strung out on drugs and uh, neither was my children so far, knock on wood. Um, but anyway, it, it's it's a really funny, great comedy, but also one of those comedies with heart, you know. Uh, and she's she's brilliant in it. She's really good in it. You might know also know her as uh, CJ from West Wing. She was also uh, the teacher who was writing... Um, erotica or whatever yes in um 10 things i hate about you uh classic classic and then she won a uh she's oscar award winner she won an oscar for i tanya and she's just so good she is one of those actresses that every time i see her in anything i think wow like why don't we see her in more of everything like why can't i get more of alice and janey well see but that's funny you say that because she is like my friends and I there once upon a time I used to actually pay attention to celebrities and who people were and stuff like that um and my friends and I used to play this game and it was like how many things that are like nominated for Oscars that Alice and Janney or like John C. Riley, like these are <laughs> actors that are in everything yep. in some capacity, but they just may not be top billed. And she's that, like she's all over the place. And I love she her. Is, I was about to add, if you if you're not familiar with her, you really could just bring up her IMDB pick literally anything on there and it's probably going to be good because even though like you said she she may not be as well known as some other people but she picks really really good projects so everything that she's in is amazing i watched a movie the other night that's lesser known so it's called the way way back it's it's a comedy it's hilarious except if you it's the one movie that will make you hate Steve Carell, oh, which all right. I didn't think was possible, but it is. Uh, but no, Allison Janney, she's hilarious. In she, it. Well, she, and she's funny, but she can also be serious. Like she's got range. She's she yeah. Yes. She's also done a lot of voiceover work. So yes, go to her IMDb. Go check it. This is now a Janney it abso- fan girl absolutely podcast. Absolutely is. We love her. We <laughs> next week on No Girl That's Fan right. Girl, we welcome girl Allison no, Janney. No girl Allison Janney. <laughs> you guys, seriously, I love her, um, and I also love her so much because at the end of the attraction, you get to hear her say "bye bye," and Bye-bye. that's her. That's that's how you know who she is now because I know everybody says that when you stand up and you walk out. We all go "bye bye." <laughs> anyway, she's great. So that's uh, Star Tours, but there's also more in Star Tours. I think, didn't you have somebody? Yeah, so I also picked uh, Star Tours as one of mine simply because there are so many people who are part of this attraction. So I'm going with uh, Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. Uh, he was RX-24 in the original Star Tours, as who was the, the pilot who, it was his first time flying and it maybe didn't go quite as expected. But I remember being so excited when they were talking about Galaxy's Edge and Batu and who's going to come back and make an appearance in Oga's Cantina, but DJ Rex a.k.a. Paul Rubens, <laughs> who's got a new side gig going. Um, if you haven't had a chance to go in there yet, it's he's really fun. Like He does have a few, a few quotes in there, and if you ever flew with him on Star Tours, it's about what you could expect from him as a DJ. Uh, but that was just one I remember when they announced that he was coming back to do a few more lines as DJ Rex. It, it made me so happy. I, you know I love when Disney does nods in current attractions or current areas to things that used to exist. And I thought that was just a really nice touch for them to add. Yeah, I know that one was fun. I, I appreciated that one as well. And, and I really do like DJ Rex. He's hilarious. 
See, and I had no idea that he was the voice of DJ Rex because I was too busy dancing to all the great pops <laughs> that he plays in Olga's Cantina. See? See? <laughs> it all comes around. I love it. <laughs> all right. And then we also have um, this one's a tie in for Star, Tor- uh, Star Tours and then Slash Soren. Jane, don't you have somebody that kind of shows up in both? Wait, is Patrick Warburton in both? Yeah, he's the droid who's checking. He's um, oh, like, like I, right before you like go into the part where the queue splits. So he's like the security droid. Yeah. Nope. No yeah, reason. that was him. Okay. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Learn nope. something new. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, people. I have no idea, and I think part of it is because I go so often. I'm just like walk through, walk through. It's fine. <laughs> Um, so apparently Patrick Warburton <laughs> is on Star Tours and he's in a spot that I can't even describe now that it's been told to me, but we all know him mostly from Soren. And this was one of the things that like, I could not wait to get back to the parks just to hear him tell me to put my beauties away. <laughs> nice job, pal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nice job, pal. <laughs> Um, I just think he's like the best. And to me, like, he just is everything that is great about Epcot, to be honest. Every time we go, you know what? I have to co-sign with that. Um, as long as we have Patrick Warburton <laughs> in Epcot, Epcot will always be worth going to. <laughs> That's right. Like when they did New Soren, I was like, oh my God, if they take him out, I will die. I will absolutely. And well, like I got back he... and I was like, we're fine. <laughs> I remember it was like the last day of operation. And even he on Twitter, I guess he didn't know if they were replacing it that. or not because he like had a Twitter thing. He was like you know i really enjoy doing this i've like i've loved you sending me all of like your tweets and like, you know every time you go on you're like tagging me in it he's like i love that and then the next day when they debuted soren 2.0 and he was still in it somebody told him and he was just like oh really <laughs> he was so excited that he was still part of the attraction yeah he's um uh, he's one of our favorites uh from seinfeld days when he was putty um i have probably way too many putty quotes uh between my husband and i that we say all the time uh so we love him yeah he's 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 a lot of fun uh okay so another attraction uh this one we're gonna hop over to hollywood studios anybody want some backstage passes um (laughs) i could not i could not not talk about i cannot not talk about this this attraction because it's got obviously one of the best bands you know that show up and they're part of the entire attraction of course i'm talking about rock and roll roller coaster and aerosmith and eliana douglas and ken marino are both in this one and i love both of them for very different reasons (laughs) um they're both actors that again one of those you know, you've seen them, you recognize their faces, and they've been in a lot of things, but maybe you don't know of them immediately, like their name doesn't, you know, come to mind. Um, but Ileana Douglas, she was the pre-show rock and roll roller coaster manager that um, basically hooks us all up with those backstage passes and gets us a super stretch limo so that we can go and see the the show with Aerosmith. Um, in the same scene, there you got to give the love to Ken Marino, and Ken Marino is near and dear to my heart as Vinny Van Lowe from Veronica Mars. Uh, again. Back to my fangirl episodes. We did some Von- Veronica Mars fangirling hardcore over there. If you are also a marshmallow, so is Teresa. Y'all got to come and listen to that episode. It was pretty awesome. Um, 
what I love about Ken is like, <laughs> go to his uh, Twitter bio, and it's at Ken Marino. And his Twitter bio says, I'm the guy from Rock and Roller Coaster. Well, it's funny. So he's somebody who I, I had been on Rock and Roller Coaster and Ileana Douglas I knew, but it took me many, many rides to realize that Ken Marino was on that. And I think that was because after I started watching Veronica Mars more and I'm watching Party Down currently, um, also a big fan of Wet Hot American Summer, which he's in. Uh, but it was just one of those I didn't. I watched it and I wrote that so many times, not realizing that was Ken Marino. So when I finally put the two and two together, I, I got so excited. It's, it's those little things that I'm like, I have extra joy about this attraction now. <laughs> right, right. There's something there's something about having Vinny Van Lowe right, yeah. <laughs> um, in, in Rock and Roll Roller Coaster. But um, Ileana Douglas, the first time that I ever wrote it, I was like, oh, that's the girl from The Thing that I saw that I loved, right? That She's like that actress to me. I Many, many apologies. But it came to me later what it was that I remembered, I first remembered her from. And it's from um, that old movie. I say old. Gosh, I'm getting to be old where now when I say things from the 80s and 90s, it is old. Um, but Kate Fear. Uh, this had Robert De Niro, and she was like assaulted horrifically by him in it. And she, she it, she's so good in this movie, but that really stood out. And when I connected who it was, I was like, ah, oh, I know her. But she she kind of gives me the same uh, Allison vibes, right? So those are two kind of just cool chicks that I don't know. I'd probably like to hang out with. And I, of course, have no idea. <clears throat> because I know that I've seen her in things and I have called, oh my gosh, that's the woman from Rock and Roller Coaster because that's <laughs> how my life works. Well, there's that too. Uh, she was in Goodfellas and she was in Entourage. You might have watched those. Uh, I could see you being yeah, into yep, Entourage. Yep, yep, yeah, Entourage, yeah. big Entourage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so that those that that's my other uh, I know them kind of people that I wanted to give a call out to. That's so funny. Um, so I'm going to take it back to an extinct attraction, which makes me very sad because I loved this one. Um, the Timekeeper in Tomorrowland used to have an attraction called, well, it was called the Timekeeper, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it was these robots, <laughs> I guess. Um, and they were voiced by Robin Williams and Rhea Perlman. And it was hilarious. Of course, it was one of these attractions. It was right where Monsters, Inc. is. So it's something that, you know, a lot of people just bypass. Like, who wants to go in and listen to this show or whatever? But it was as funny as one can imagine with the two of them and their voices. And when we were pre-gaming for today's podcast, as we do, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, my favorite line from there, because I am a New Yorker, was... They would fly over New York and say, ah, New York City, city of one million dreams and one tiny parking space. <laughs> Anyone who's ever driven a car there knows how true that is. So I absolutely love this attraction. If you missed it, go check it out on YouTube. Teresa, I know you said that you've watched it on YouTube before. Yeah, this was one that during, during the big gap in time that I did not go to Disney growing up, that's when this attraction existed. And I, so I came late to it and I think it was first, we've, we've all know, I love background music in the Disney parks and the, the timekeeper music is the score for that's beautiful. Like if you have a chance to listen to it, go listen to that too. But so then I just got into listening, you know, I was doing one of those 
Disney music channels. And so they were just playing the full audio from the attraction itself. And so I was listening to it. I was like, oh, this is funny. Oh, I really like this. And so then I started watching it on YouTube and it's a great attraction. I, that's one I'm like, I, I really am sad that I never got to see in person. Uh, but I, I love listening to it. <laughs> I was definitely upset when they took it away and, and I like wouldn't go into the Monsters Inc. one, but uh, honestly, I love the Monsters Inc. one now too. Um, but I would have liked to have had both, especially keeping Robin Williams in the park would have been, mm-hmm. I think, extra special. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know that one. Uh, that was before my time, but I definitely agree with you on the whole idea of anytime we can have more Robin Williams, right? That's right. So for the last one that I have is also extinct-ish, but it, it brings me so much joy. So one of my early, early memories of Epcot is when I was a kid, along with Journey into an Imagination, which I've mentioned as one of my favorite attractions, was the Dreamfinder School of Drama, which was part of the Upstairs Image Works. And I bring this up because this is something I didn't learn until maybe a year ago. Uh, Joe Rohde who we all know and love as the the genius behind Animal Kingdom. Joe Rohde was, he portrayed the Dreamfinder in the video that plays during the Dreamfinder School of Drama, <laughs> which to me was just mind-blowing when I learned that. I was like, wait, what? Just, I I don't know. And then I after that, I learned he's did also... He, did he have an earring? He did, well, I think because they have or? like, there's like a, there's a wig and some hats and there's a, there's, <laughs> yeah, go. If You can kind of find videos of this on YouTube if you, if, you know, they exist out there. I have my own personal home video that I get to watch with Joe Rohde in it. Um, and he's also, I didn't realize this either. He's the voice of Alexander Graham Bell in The American Adventure, which, so that one is still there. Uh, but yeah, I... I, I don't know. It just blew my mind. You know, I think we all associate Joe Brody with Animal Kingdom. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, Disney Parks blog is doing this video series with him called The Roadies Less Traveled about, you know, he uses his own personal video clips and photos that he has uh, kind of show how they brought those real life places into Animal Kingdom. So go watch that if you haven't yet. But yeah, it was just, I don't know, thinking about Joe Brody, how I know him now going all the way back to, to being Dreamfinder and, you know, one of my favorite things about Epcot of all time. I I, I don't know. I, I can't say enough about it. It's just, it, it's wild to me just how all of that seems to connect together. I know that brings you such joy. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> and now y'all know the whole reason that Teresa brought this topic forth. Yeah, this was so really, I'm like, discuss. I just have things. There's just like random <laughs> trivia things. I'm like, I want to talk about this. What what kind of episode can I create so we can share all these things? Hey, man, you, this is what the podcast is for. And, Let's do and it. And I will fight anybody who tries to tell me that he doesn't count as a celebrity. <laughs> because in my world, Absolutely. I mean, I would be like, well, I mean, clearly I have let you all know my level of celebrityisms today, but I would be way more impressed running into him than some other people because I would have no idea who the other people were. Right. <laughs> in, in Disney well, circles, he's absolutely celeb status. That's right. My my very first uh, D23 Expo, uh, I was the first day I was trying to get into the building. There was this crazy line. It was absolutely insane. It was just this hot, big mess, terrible situation. I finally get into the building and I get into the Legends um, panel and I watch the Legends panel. And as I exit, 
I walk through the expo floor. And I think this is the first con of any sort that I had even ever been to. And probably, I don't know, 15 steps into it, I walked into Joe Rohde. Oh, that's and awesome. got it. And got a picture taken with them. And I was like, okay, I'm good. Like, my Disney dreams have been made. <laughs> I met him back when um, Everest first opened. And he had done this whole, like, you know, bringing Everest to the parks. And, and like, that was, I feel like that was when he first came to, like, the forefront of, like, my Disney experience. Um, and then I met him at like some event they were having at like Animal Kingdom and we happened to be down and my mom was like, oh my God, we have to go meet Joe Rohde. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mom, calm down. <laughs> That's very cute. <laughs> I do not have a meeting Joe Rohde story other than my aforementioned home video of me performing in the Dreamfinder School of Drama with a video of him. <laughs> but but we're in the video together, sort of, if you want to look at it that way. Oh, so. so then you're basically best friends. Uh, yeah, I mean, completely. <laughs> hey, hey, Joe Rody, if you hear this and want to come on the podcast to to talk about this Dreamfinder School of Drama, I'm totally in. And bring Josh. I'm sure what he wants to do bring Josh. <laughs> is go home and listen to the No Guilt Disney podcast. <laughs> Obviously. So I also want to shout out, there's a few honorable mentions that I know we did not get to that are pretty big ones, like Gary Sinise in Mission Space, Felicia Rashad in Dinosaur. Um, the one that I, when I was researching that I came across that I will never not hear now is the father in Carousel of Progress is voiced by the same person who narrates A Christmas Story. So now when you either mm-hmm, watch Carousel mm-hmm. of Progress or Christmas oh, Story that's next, funny. that's all you're going to hear. Um, but so I know there's so many you're others. Welcome. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. Um, I know there's so many others that we didn't get to. So if there's any that we left off and didn't talk about, um, or if there's any favorite ones that you have, come join us in the Facebook group, No Guilt Disney, and let us know what your favorites are. You can also email us at noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com. And make sure you join us each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast, because as Patty likes to say, it's no fun to fangirl Disney alone. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>